0: Coming to you from beautiful downtown Spokane, where the red and the blue meet, to make a deep, angry purple, it's the Queer Centric, with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hello, welcome to another exciting week of the Queer Centric, you guys, we have been, we took a brief period off to. Do the live show and get that under our belts, and so now we're back regularly scheduled programming as of today. Uh, you'll recognize everybody in this room. We're going to introduce them uh, in just a bit. I do want to give a shout out to Daniel, the famous intern, uh, who is over here making sure we sound we sound good. Uh, Daniel, you were quite a little hit doing the live uh, the live stream in Facebook world that we did on the live event. You had a whole intro and a it was a whole thing. So. You get he's gonna be a mime though for today. So that's how that is. Oh, and then there's Kurt, which you guys can't see, and that's probably for the best. Uh, I do want to say really quick, please go to our website. That's uh, www.thequeercentric.com. We did a great interview with two of the actresses from the traveling show coming through Spokane, Dear Evan Hansen. Um, That goes to First Interstate Center for the Arts on March 14th and plays through the 19th. If you want tickets, please go to broadwayspokane.com. That interview will be available on our uh, website as of tomorrow. They were the sweetest, kindest ladies. Um, They're coming I told them they're coming from Seattle and then they're coming to Spokane. So they get the full spectrum of uh, what uh, Washington is like. I also want to say we are thrilled to say that the live show is um, I don't want to say we're thrilled to say it's over, but I need a nap. And so thank you for everyone who supported us. Thank you for everybody who was there that night. Um, Thank you to one of the, the lovely guests for making my hair look better. Um, and also it was nice to be wearing clothes that, um, I didn't have to pick out. That's all I have to say, but thank you to everybody. There will be the live, uh, edit, uh, Kurt is working on right now and we'll get that out to you by the end of the week. Right. Kurt thumbs up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. There've been fo- People took photos at night that I weren't, aw- I wasn't aware of. And, uh, those are being leaked. I have these really good moody photos where I'm just sitting on the steps in black and white that I didn't know. Uh, One of the ladies was taking, so I love a good moody photo. It's really, it's really cool. So that's there. Also, we're going to talk a little about this later, but I do want to remind everybody that Spokane AIDS Network San is doing their big Red Ribbon Gala. It is the, one of the biggest fundraisers of the year for you guys. There was about a five-year hiatus, but it's over, baby. Uh, so on March 12th, the night of the Oscars, the Gay Super Bowl, uh, we will be celebrating that. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be at Highball, which is at Northern Quest Resort and Casino. We'll get into some more details uh a little later today now the time you've all been waiting for uh these beautiful people what i'm going to have you do because i like a, a nice comfort i'm gonna have you each introduce yourself any way that you feel comfortable say something about yourself don't say something about yourself um at least give me a name um and we're gonna start there and then we're gonna i'm gonna talk about what this topic is today and we're just gonna get right in right in so uh Lovely, lovely beauty before the rest of us. How about you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then comes the laugh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, let's see. My name is Abby Crawford. I am a performer in Spokane for the last 34 years. Um, I'm Spokane's only trained cabaret singer. I was trained at Yale as a cabaret singer uh-huh. in 2004. I want to go and do that. 2004, no, 2014. Oh, my God. Oh. So much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. Um, I am a hairdresser. Yes. As my grandmother would say, a beautician.
0: Yeah, way back in the day. (laughs) Uh And
1: I'm a mom. I have three amazing children. They're all too old for me to mom them right now. They're living their (laughs) adult lives. And so I am a mom to my two dogs. Oh it's see. Fascinating to me. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> they never talk back.
0: <laughs> Who what dogs do you have? My dog talks back a lot. <laughs> we were telling stories earlier because my little Reggie. Everybody knows at work. Everybody knows here. Um, he's my little baby. And I took him to the vet yesterday for his uh yearly checkup. He is so much like his father. He is such a drama queen. Like it was <laughs> huge that they finally took me aside and said, um, we're going to give you some prescriptions. So next time you bring him in, why don't we drug him up? I'm like, that's how people yeah. have to deal with me. <laughs> They're like, you're a lot. You're going to need to come down. That has so, to happen
1: with my my small oh, blind dog. He does not like to go anywhere else but oh, the house, and he will let you know. He does yes, not like to go anywhere exactly.
0: else. exactly. And it breaks my heart because I'm a big old softy. So when he's going through this drama, I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Leave my baby alone. <laughs> so, so and, and I was also saying last night, so he... He's a little little baby and he can't deal with vaccines very well. He always gets sick. Always. Mm. And so I have to watch him. So I am such a freak. So I've watched him all night long. I can't sleep. And I wake up at one point and I look over at Reggie's name. He's just lying very still and he has his eyes wide open. (laughs) But he's not doing anything. So of course... I freaked the fuck out. And i just running over there. And I'm like, Reggie, are you alive? And he was just like, just get totally away stoned. from me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Completely <laughs> but, stoned. Dad,
0: you're being a freak. <laughs> so I feel like, uh, you know, that's solid. That's yeah. that's how, how so we do I'm things. So now I'm momming
1: my dogs. See,
0: I love that. That is beautiful. Listen, once once a caretaker, always a caretaker. It's true. Yeah.
1: It's true. <laughs> that's my love language.
0: Thank you. Service. Thank you. Acts of service. It's that. And I my... get home
1: and I'm like, who... Who can I take care of? Let somebody let me take care of you, and I'll talk exactly. to the dogs, and they'll be like, "Mom, we're, we're good," yeah. but they can always eat.
0: I always thank you. Food is love yeah. in my world. There's a reason yeah. that I've been exactly. <laughs> on my journey, Sir yeah. Grant. Tell so, us so about you. My
2: name, or do you want any name? I, w- I make It can be up. whatever you want. <laughs>
1: Except I just told people you were Sir Uh-oh. Grant, so you've been nice. His name all is all also fine. Abby Crawford. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> I'm Abby Crawford too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is the real Abby exactly. Crawford? Mm. Like a 1950s game show. (laughs) I love it. Uh,
2: My name is Grant Ogren. I'm the executive director for SAN. Um, I am a dad and a grandfather and a dog dad. (laughs) Um, So I have all those under my belt. Um, I have an adult son that has three kids, which is wow. wonderful. Um, they got to wish me happy birthday a couple oh. days ago because it was just my birthday. Happy birthday. awesome. Which is the first time I've heard them say that. So that was really very wonderful. Nice. Um, and I just plug along pretty much. And right. um, we have lots of events going on in the next couple weeks. So I'm, I'm in event mode and right.
0: I'm barely awake. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I can. I respect and feel that. I get do how. Do you need me to mom does. you? <laughs> I I'm really good at momming. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, this brings up. I think uh, one of the things both of you, of course, do, but you've also brought up is that you guys have done a lot of work in the community. Um, you know, even as a performer, like I, I do. We still we have that extra that we want to keep giving. So we all work in the community in in this uh, in this room. We've done it for you know, just a little bit of time. And so I actually had uh, titled this Doing the Work, Working in the Queer Community. Um, and I want to start with, first of all, it's important, uh, you two are important pieces to have people who are out there doing the work. You know, we've talked about it in this, in this room many times. Uh, it takes a special kind of person to put in the energy that it takes to do that. And so I want to talk about in this, Broad, we're going to talk about a few things, but in this broad scheme of things, uh, what brought you to community work and what keeps you in it?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I think this community especially is where I found my friends, the people I loved most, because yeah. I grew up in Iowa. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. (laughs) I got lost in a cornfield (laughs) once there. There, And found a Taco Bell. It was very weird. (laughs) Well, right now, Iowa is very interested in banning gay marriage. And so I grew up in a tiny little town in the middle of the Midwest. And when we came out here... I was blown away by the, and this is going to sound funny because it's Spokane by the amount of culture and (laughs) acceptance here, (laughs) because it was so much less. Right, (laughs) I know, I know. That says a lot (laughs) about where you came from. It's true because it was so much less where I grew up. Except for my mom had taught me well about um, the LGBTQ community, although it wasn't it was the gay community or gays, you know, whatever it was. Then, and um, I. When I I went to my first drag show when I turned 21 and I fell oh. in love with this community because the the level of acceptance blew my mind right. and they still accepted me <laughs> you know I was like I right. would also like to sing is that okay and they're like absolutely yeah. I used to do the shows at JS Pumps when it was on Monroe
0: wow do you know like that was a ways of ways back
1: but since um. Since that time, I'll be 50 this coming April. I keep hitting the microphone. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I'll be 50 this coming April. And looking at all the time that I've spent within the community and giving back as much as I can, there was a number of years that I hosted Pride. I I was part of one of the very first San... Um, shows at the Davenport oh, when it back. was still gutted, and yeah. I sang "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina" from the balcony. See, I love oh, that.
2: very cool! Yeah. it was
1: super cool. You know, for <laughs> me as a 23 year old kid, I was like, I have made it. Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's this community works so hard just to be themselves, and it blows my mind that we are still in the place that we're at, even though we have worked so hard. To get past all of that bullshit. Yeah. And as a mother of three queer children, it blows my mind that I still have to fight. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. there's no reason. People live their lives the way they choose their lives. Yeah. If they're not harming you. If yeah. they're not harming themselves. Yeah. Back the fuck up. And Thank I, you. I mean, so I try to give as much as I can to make sure yeah. that the people I love are taken care of and safe. Because yep. I'm, I, I will. Yeah. I'll keep fighting. It's, it's hard.
0: <laughs> well, and what's even more shocking is I remember it seems like we've backslidden a lot. Yeah, oh, in, my in God, the, so much. Right? And, it, and I remember that moment where a friend of mine, he's about my age, and he's like, I'm tired. I said, yeah, w- we thought we could rest and sit down and maybe. And here's the deal. I told him, well, get over it because obviously we can't. You can't just sit and watch it go by. And there's a lot of work to do that I think. I don't necessarily think that it wasn't there waiting. It was just easier to believe that it wasn't going to exist. And boy, does it exist. It's getting worse and worse.
1: And it's very scary on the side of where you just look and you see so much love within the community. And then you look outside the community and you see this small group of people filled with hate. And they're so loud. So loud. I love seeing the other side where we are louder more colorful oh, yeah. and full of love and exactly that's, that's exactly that's what brought me back to perform for the community that's right? what brought me back to stay with the community I would yeah. rather be in this community than any others. so See, I
0: love that also before we get to you Grant I have to say what I heard today I don't know if you guys have heard it there's now a new name for us and it's Legibitiqua oh, oh yeah that's from so, TikTok yes from TikTok well. so that is our new tribe yeah and I am here to welcome it yeah Next, I uh, just saw that last night Legibitiqua
1: Legibitiqua yeah, okay. and or I'm like, yeah. If you we see a, a pair of shoes. We are of the sacred lands
2: of the... Yep, exactly.
1: Or if you, you see wanna... something that's gender neutral, now it's yeah. gender nucci.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, oh, I like that. <laughs> I like gender nooch-y. Gender noochie. Like <laughs> Listen, yes. Okay, so I have so many things I want to say, but I want to stop for a minute and uh, get your take on your journey when you got into working with the community.
2: Um, I was... Married for 12 years to a woman. Um, that's where my son came from. Um, amazing how that works. Weird. <laughs> um, so but, science. Oh science. <laughs> but when I moved to Spokane in 94, I was in the healthcare industry just out of the military. So I worked with a home care agency that did a lot of work with cancer kids. Oh, wow. So I got involved with um, a group which was named at that point Candlelighters, which is American that's- Cancer Society... Of the Inland <laughs> Northwest. I have to think about their acronym. A little to be bit like They've changed names. It's like yes, Legitim. It's like Jabedi Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that <laughs> word. Um, so I worked with them for quite a few years, and I was actually invited by a co-worker to go to the Oscar Gala one year nice. because so she fancy. knew they were my people. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Um, and that I would, I had more to offer and that it was a good fit for me. So yeah. she took me to that, and I was in love. Oh, yeah. From that moment on, I was a SAN volunteer. Yeah. I helped organize the Oscar gala. That was 2007, I think, is when I went. So 2008 was my first year working at it. Um, and it was just one of those things became a board member and just right. got more and more involved in the community. 98, I'll go backwards a little bit. I got divorced and came out. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I knew that with all the stigma, with everything else going around, I couldn't keep my mouth shut and couldn't stay in right. my little house and and do those kind of things. So right. I started volunteering and just getting out there and helping, and right. and I never stopped.
0: And it's such <laughs> an—I mean, and sand does such important work, and, and I was lucky enough to work with you guys years ago. Um, I, I'm going to guess—so there's been a five-year hiatus is— part of that was pandemic related. What was the other part? Yeah, part of it was pandemic related, but in two thousand and sixteen
2: we lost a one point seven million dollar contract with yes, the I state. I remember that. Yeah. Which closed our doors. Yeah. Um, so we had to let people go, we had to sell our buildings, we liquidated all of our event it. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything went away. I think I've got like thirty six big vases still in storage that's the only thing that's left from those events (laughs) (laughs) but but it was one of those things that um we didn't want to stop doing it but there's no staff to do it no yeah um and i just have had so many people bring it up over the last five years yeah and they've really pushed and pushed and pushed so we were um the casino came to us and said We'd like to do this. Um, Nova was a big part of that because of her drag show at Highball. Right. Um, They figured it would be a good fit to get it restarted.
0: Yeah. How crazy.
2: Yeah. It's going to be a
0: it's going to be a great night. We already know this. I'm excited. I tell people uh, everywhere. Nova's personality is larger than life. My personality is larger than life. So um, we'll see. There's going to be a supernova in there, and it could kill everybody.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Boom.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it is going to be a fun night. Uh, Why don't you, uh, before we move on, uh, give us the details again on where they can get tickets and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You can get tickets at our website, which is
2: sannw.org. There's a graphic on the main page for the Red Ribbon Gala. You can just click on it. It goes right to tickets. There's also one for drag on ice, which is the night before yeah. out at Eastern. Exactly. Um, Are they going to be ice skating really? Yes, that not the drag sense. queens, but yeah. we will have drag queens on the ice. Can we um, be in drag and try to ice skate? Can that? Not yeah. our <laughs> local drag queens can't.
0: <laughs> that's no, it is we awesome. have
2: we have figure skaters coming, yeah. but they will be oh, in that. drag too. Oh, so. that's cool. Nice. Well, of course
0: you do. You have the hookup. Of course. Of I the have figure to hook skating. Your husband. My husband's a
2: figure skater. Yeah. So yeah. So we're that. we're doing that the night before. That's so it's awesome. our weekend Isn't of it? fundraising events.
0: It'll be and it is a lot of fun stuff. And it's yeah. also supporting some good things. I want to talk about, as we have all worked in this community, uh, in all communities, as long what have been some of the challenges doing community work has brought you? And we can start with you, Grant, and then go to Um, Abby
2: this time. Challenges for me personally, what are you? Okay. I say there's there's lots of organizational challenges out there. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, Get a few humans together, there's lots uh, of challenges. Everybody's got their own opinion. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, Challenges for me is I need to learn how to check out better and disconnect from my events and from my job because it's a a seven-day-a-week job when you are the only employee and people need things, and I... I don't want to say no to somebody. So, yeah. I mean, that to me is one of my biggest challenges oh. is I need to to be able to set the phone down, turn it off, whatever, and deal with it have tomorrow. Have you been
0: able to successfully figure out how that works? No. Because I need tips. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> because you I feel wish. somewhat responsible I when do. you do work like that. And I
2: this. don't have anybody to hand it off to either, yeah. really. So it's one of those things where... um. I just, just have to monitor it and, yeah. and, make sure and it keep an eye over. on it. And it's not somebody Hawaii that's, oh, I've done then. that too. Yeah, yeah so exactly. I do that a couple times a year. <laughs> I take the phone with me and I sit on the beach and scroll through and figure out Feels a little better when who I need to beach. respond to. Yes,
0: exactly. And I totally get that. And actually, we're going to talk about one of the things you said a little later. But I want to get over to Abby with that same question, uh, what have been over the years?
1: It's it's very much the same idea saying no to a community that you want to help is difficult. Mm-hmm. Do you know there were uh times where I would host Pride and be on stage talking all day and then yeah. that night have to go run out to Court d'Alene to do a show and sing right. and hope that my voice was going to hold. Because I, I, I don't I don't want to say no. Right. But the older I get I have to say no because yeah. my body is tired. I've walked away from theater stuff. I'm not doing it right now because my body is tired. Yeah. And I don't have the time that I want to give. Yeah. It all takes so much. If I put together a cabaret strictly with um, the intent of making it a fundraiser for right. any of the community that I want to, it's difficult to be able to fit that into my regular work schedule. Right. As a hairdresser, I'm, I'm booked, you know, eight weeks out, which is yeah. delightful. I love that. And I have to learn where to say no. So these days I'm like, here, have some money. I, you know, (laughs) I just, please have some money (laughs) because it it became super important Yeah, because my body doesn't recover the way that it used to.
0: Isn't that the truth? Because
1: (laughs) I find that too. And
0: there's a beauty in, in giving ourselves permission to, to honor our bodies to, I I used to tell people it's, it's, you have to have this mindset of self is sacred because if you have nothing left. That is correct. There's nothing. but And let's talk about another interesting thing about this. So I, my philosophy in life has always been, you know, I like to, to I, my dad was a preacher, and that's probably where it comes from, but I want people to catch the inspiration. I want them to catch the fire and to do it. So I want them to have some ownership in the things that we do. The community is great. We love you. I just want to a preface with that, but there is an ownership the public takes when you work for the community and you do things that are good. Do you find, have you found that to be a challenge? When people take ownership, they have certain demands that they decide you have to, you have to fulfill. Oh, do you yeah.
1: Do you know how many times I have sung Don't Cry For Me Argentina?
0: Oh, right, right. Four
1: different...
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: and don't get me wrong, I love the song, and if right. somebody Beautiful. said, if you sing the song, we're going to make $3 million. I'll be like, immediately, I will just, Right, right. You know, but it's it's one of those things where I felt like... <laughs> <"Yeah.">
0: <laughs> I'll give you my microphone <laughs> right
1: now. Right um, now. But <laughs> even, even within that, because I... I acts of service is... Yeah. That's my love language. And if yeah. I am not doing yeah. acts of service, then I feel like I'm doing something wrong. So yeah. it's more about that, yes, they do take ownership. You know, she belongs to us or right. that this... Action that she's doing belongs to us, or you know whatever right. it is, and and I, I I kind of feel like a dancing toy for people sometimes, right? Yeah. Not not in a bad way, but like okay, right. I have this to it, do and I have this to do and I have this to do. It's a fine line between. So I had yeah. to finally start taking care of me because otherwise I was not going to have a voice and I was not no. going to have the rest and I would I you know I have my life outside of this community yeah. that I that I also need to live and right. I needed to exactly. give it to my kids, you know. So right, it, it, it's it's quite a hard thing. Yeah, Because when I say no, I'm not saying I don't love you and I don't exactly. support you. But when I say yeah. no, what I'm saying is I need to care for myself too. Yeah, And it's hard. I
0: think as humans, we're wired to take it too personally. Like, because I yeah. love everybody who's out there working their ass off doing it. But there's a fine line between how can we continue this mutual respect in the community because we're doing things together, and how can I not be a dancing monkey? And it's very hard. And and then even to say those words out loud, first of all, there's the inner guilt because you said the word out loud. Right. And second of all, it's it's going to be misconstrued. <clears throat> it's going to be... But in the end, you have to be able to take care of yourself. I mean, Grant, we were just talking about how you how you have to learn it's it, it feels like you against the world when you're doing this and you have to learn when to put i mean you have uh marriage you have grandkids you have kids you have to find your balance or you'll lose yourself yeah and have you found little tricks that you may, you may not have mastered the whole thing but that are helpful um no <laughs> <laughs> to be
2: honest and no i, I haven't found to the them show thank you the i'm screen. headed home now <laughs>
0: Right, (laughs) my parking meter is up. (laughs) Does does your husband ever say things
2: to you like, Yeah, like you need to relax, turn off your phone"? Yeah, Um, I'm here in the room, kind of a thing. Yeah, I do get that, and um, I mean, he he is the person that grounds me in those kind of things and tells me you can deal with it tomorrow. Right, when I'm looking at my phone at nine o'clock at night. Right. So, I I mean, I thank him for those kind of things because I know that it irritates the crap out of him. Oh, right. When I'm having to run and do things. Um, The one nice thing, and this triggered me when you were talking, Abby, was during COVID, um, my board of directors made some demands of me. Yeah. um, Because we have an emergency services policy. Um, program that we do where we provide beds and those kind of things for people going from homeless to housed right. I mean huge huge things for people but I wasn't allowed to I could buy them but I wasn't allowed to go into their homes and set them up right because I'm the only one if I were to get sick who's gonna right. do it who's yeah. gonna process who's gonna run yeah. our food pantry all those things so they they put in these little stipulations, Yes, we can do this, but we can't do this. Well, I'm learning how to do that on myself where, yes, I can order it and it can arrive, but I need you to come pick it up kind of things. Yeah. Um, Instead of obligating myself on a Saturday afternoon to go set up a bed or – and that's things.
0: a beautiful partnership. I like to think uh, uh, as a community, as the the true form of a community is that we come together and we we do things as a team. And I think, you know, that old phrase of we teach people how to treat us, that's part of it. It's this beautiful thing is how can we do this together? How can we get this goal that everybody wants? But how can we, you know, collaborate and make this so that, you know, Grant, you know, isn't dead. Uh, you know yeah. that well, there's there's things. I mean, it's helpful. I, don't know. I yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Some but days, but
1: actually, <laughs> sometimes there comes a point where you think I have depleted everything that yeah. I have. I felt like this. Yeah. Not actually, not that too long ago when I was like, I can't do this because I was I was really sick over the holiday with influenza yeah. A. I don't know if anybody else had it, but I kicked <laughs> my ass. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I thought I have done too much. I said yeah. I was not going to do too much and I have yeah. now done too much and I can't even function. And that night I woke up with a 102 degree fever oh, because no. my body was telling me, oh, we're shutting you down, bitch. Oh, thank Good you. night. Exactly. Thank you, you know, and that's what it comes to is that we work yeah. ourselves so hard. And yeah. like, if I had hours upon hours upon hours to give to this particular community, right. I have big love. I would not be who I am, who right. I have been,
0: right. where I've
1: gotten without this community. Yeah. You know, and I want to give back as much as I can because yeah. I love it and my body will not allow me. And there there comes a point where you're the only person, I mean, your job, I can't even imagine. I would be right. blowing shit up because I'm like, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> helping me. Yeah. Do you know? And what it comes I've down to. I've never done to, that. <laughs> <laughs> give it a try. No, okay. I, I can show I'll you exactly right how to do it. <laughs> let me but get my phone what it comes right. down to is that we don't take care of ourselves the way yeah. that we should so that we are able to take care of others yeah and you you have to say no and no yeah. is such a difficult word when you're so used to giving So can you pronounce that again for me I just no no wow actually I makes, like to say it so no. like, <laughs> it's like
0: it's like yes
2: no, oh no no, no it's not no no
1: that is not the correct pronunciation okay. i believe <laughs> that, that was is the, not some yeah. other
2: language that is that's the pro- that's, that's the, b- the problem d- but a lot. it's legit yeah <laughs> uh, that legi-
0: is the problem de de <laughs> you need to really learn the right <laughs> pronunciation but we know right no. we also have to learn that that is okay you know what i mean that the boundary it, that's yeah, what's fascinating you and boundaries i have super important yeah we had a long talk uh just not that long ago about this idea, this concept it's of amazing. this no, of this boundary, th- and realizing you're actually going to get even more out of it if you yeah. learn to use that word. And that, to me, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, but I'm fascinated. I mean, I love, so uh, we're friends on Facebook. I get to watch your adventures, and I'm like, oh, she seems like what my dream, a well-rounded, have a life, and do all of this stuff. And I want to learn how to do that. It's balance. It is balance. That's huge. And I don't know what that is. Most people don't.
1: That's correct. But also, I'm going to tell you, working within this community, balance is not a thing. Because we are continually fighting for the right thing. And it is out of balance completely at all times. It should never be out of balance the way that it is right now. And it super sucks that we have to continue to do this on the daily. Now, also, when you were first introduced into this community, it is all color all the time. Rainbows, Always. joy, dancing, drinking, yes. having fun. It's all. Yeah. You just want it more. Yeah. So you don't learn that balance. Nope. I mean, I certainly didn't. And especially
0: because for so long, I think many of balance, us. That balance, that 2 a.m. balance. Oh,
1: my Lord. Think... We would dance. And then Dempsey right? was like, we're staying open until oh, 4. And I was like, right. oh, yeah, God, no. We can't <laughs> dance until 4. Right. Don't you
0: think it's because for so long, we, we repress ourselves because we haven't found the freedom yep. of oh, we're allowed to do this. And then so you get there, and then it's like. And thank God most of us get there early, uh, <laughs> early in our years because gonna say, it, gets it gets harder. It gets hard harder when you're older. As you get older, and you're just like,
1: "Oh, you guys are doing yeah, what at what? nine
0: o'clock? Yeah, Who does something I'm at nine I'm in bed o'clock? by then.
1: Yeah, there's no way. People, uh, <laughs> there's no way. I, I, we used to go out. So in in my day, <laughs> which is, <laughs> is ridiculous, because uh, the sand network thing that I did, that was 1996. Oh wow! Nice. So I was 23. But that's the time where we would do theater until, like, the show was done at 10 or 10.30. And then we'd go to Dempsey's and we'd dance yeah. until 4. Right. And then we go to the satellite and have breakfast. Yeah. I mean... And then we'd go to sleep for two or three hours and yep. wake up and do it again. That was yeah. what the weekend was about. Oh, then when I miss Mylar, those I, do too. I do too. Oh my God, so much. If I when tried Mylar, that now, Not at this age, no. but I
2: miss
0: those weekends. <laughs>
1: when Mylar started doing oh. uh, the show at Dempsey's, yeah, it was theater. Then it was Mylar. Then it was dancing. That I mean, it was just like yeah. so full of exactly. joy and fun, and it was so delightful to be a part of that. And right. I'm trying to remember who it was there was a show and they're like oh yeah the, the show starts at 10 I was like <laughs> oh, no I will be in bed with my heating pad yes, and my dogs Exactly. Thank you exactly <laughs> you know, starts at 10 yeah.
0: I'm like am yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's AM the works. thing is that as we get older we still want to give back and yes. we have to learn to say no yeah. and delegate it to somebody younger yeah. who is has just as much fire yeah. as we did when we were exactly. younger yeah. to do so and then we come out like once every great moon yeah. like a big beautiful bird exactly and then you do our thing s-
0: you know you spend six months uh d- planning a show and then uh that's all you got and then i'm like exactly. you only get and someone- you're done yeah someone came up to me they're like Oh, so is this happening every week? And my thought was, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I need another six months, and then we will do <laughs> we will do that that six-month thing. Um, so I do want to talk. So we've been talking challenges. So we've been uh, talking about what the challenges that we can have when working within the community. But I want to now flip it, and I want to talk about a memory you have uh, that you always cherish of doing the work in the community. You know what I mean? What has made it, like, the moment that you're like, oh, this is worth it, you know, mm. uh, oh. away from the 90% of the time, and you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> Grant, do you have a memory then?
2: Um, I do. I have a, um, like we were talking earlier about beds and homeless and the things that SAN provides. I had one um, call. It was very random from a case manager. Um, a woman found out she was HIV positive, mm-hmm. um, was transmitted from her husband that she didn't know had it oh, um, wow. in the process of trying to get pregnant to have a baby. Mm. Um, and she found out on the way to the hospital that he was HIV positive because he was talking in Swahili to his sister. And that was one thing that didn't translate. So she oh, figured it out. No. So I got this call. I mean, that's just the back backbone of the story part. But um, I got this call about this wonderful... Family having these needs, and yeah. it was very easy to be able to provide the things they needed. Um, they were dumb things like beds, you know, those kind of things. With teenagers moving yeah. out of a home they've lived in and having to go somewhere they don't know, yeah. sleeping on the floor and having nothing. And this, um, I reached out to my <laughs> community members, I'll put it that way, <laughs> like my mother and my friends right. on Facebook, trying to trying to gather items. And we furnished an apartment and provided food and provided everything for this family, and it was within a few hours is all. Oh, nice. Um, So to me, those kind of things where the community rallies behind a need um, is one of the biggest things that actually um, makes my heart warm. Yeah. And this family, I have followed them from that day until now, and they're no longer in Spokane, but – they're living their true, right. healthy life because of
0: what we could do to help them. Well, it's beautiful. So, Absolutely it was, beautiful. It was huge. That'll make that'll make it. Uh, those are the things that yeah. do keep you going. Abby, you have a lovely story for us.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, I have so many stories, <laughs> lovely or not. I mean, <laughs> I I think one of my favorite memories was um one of the last times that I hosted Pride. My child, Devo Devotion, yeah, uh, was performing. <laughs> they are non-binary, <laughs> and yes. uh, I think my favorite thing was uh, they performed with me. So they play ukulele nice. and they yeah. sing with me. We have the blood harmony; it's delightful. So we were singing uh, "True Colors,"
0: oh yeah. yeah, which you
1: know, beautiful song. But <laughs> they got up and performed by themselves. I yeah. gave them a moment, and literally, they had this delightful group of all gendered children in front yeah. of, I mean, you know, and they had like their own little fan club and they're like, Oh, I really wish I had a non-binary flag. Yeah. One of these kids ran up, got one, brought it back. Wow. They wore it as a cape. you know, but it, it was, it was the absolute bliss that they could be whoever they chose to be. And these children saw that they could be whoever yeah. they chose to be. And it was like the confidence of all of them knowing that yeah. they are loved no matter what. Now,
0: hmm.
1: I am a mom before anything else. I'm I'm truly blessed with the children that I have. They are fantastically talented and communicative. They're all three of them just amazing humans. Now, I would like to always say that I will be that mom that will gladly, if you have a disappointment, right? if your family is not loving you the way that they need to love you, I will love you. Yeah and i will use your correct pronouns and i will use your correct name and i will use what you choose as a hairdresser our salon is part of strands for trans yeah so it's a comfort to know that i can take care of people who have not felt that they've been taken care of and this moment watching my kid give all of these other beautiful children just the confidence to be whoever they choose. Yeah. And it didn't even matter anymore. I mean, as a performer, I always want to perform. I always want that applause. That's what right. I go yeah. for. Validation. But, Bring But it. to know that my child was opening doors for people, that that was, it was truly a beautiful moment to watch and wow. to witness. And wow. I, I I was wholly complete that day. I was like, well, today, this is, this is a good day. This is,
0: we get a lot of flack for choosing to put queer in our title, but the fact is the community is more than just the letters in the legibility of qua, yeah, it's that more, word. yeah, <laughs> it's more than that, and so we must leave room for evolution because every, Absolutely. you know what I mean. But also, can you imagine, like, just in your microcosm, you just blew of so many minds saying "queer" and "evolution" in the same sentence. I know, I'm just I just going to say that, so <laughs> that's like. my favorite queer thing. evolution, right? It's a beautiful, to the- beautiful thing. And what can you imagine in just your microcosm? What you have seen happen if we allowed our kids this? Uh, acceptance that we don't have to put all of these stupid these regulations that we put on everything i just i had this argument with my brother who i absolutely adore and he supports me but he didn't want his son to paint his nails why it doesn't matter has
1: he never seen a
0: punk i know Uh, because
1: being comfortable with that kind of yeah putting gender exactly On that is ridiculous that's what it
0: gets me ridiculous all the time clothes all of that bullshit is stuff we decided like let us express ourselves however let us come as we are and so i i think of a world what would it be like you know and we need more so loving m- yes yeah, so i know so brightly colored zach yes i want to see more microcosms like that now before as we uh wind down the hour what I want to get to is something that happens to many people who work in the community. And it's this idea of, uh, it's a new, like a new phrase we use in the last couple of years, which is compassion fatigue. How do you battle the burnout? Because there comes that time with anybody who does this as their life, that that can come at you. But how do you battle that compassion fatigue? Take a break.
2: I mean, to me, that is the biggest thing that I tell people and I've told this one sitting to my left <laughs> right too and I we've and like we had this discussion it's to me don't yeah, don't give me. up your passion don't give up the things you like to do yeah but take a break yeah um, the organization will be
0: there or another one will
2: when you right. decide to come back.
0: I mean Abby, you have a, like a special place in your heart that you just go to that helps you recharge but what would you say? To the burnout. You know, you've, you, we learned the power of no from you. Mm. We think we can say it, Grant. I'm not sure. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. Wrong word. <laughs> Maybe. Wrong language. Wrong language. <laughs> exactly. But what would you say?
1: Um, what I would suggest is creating touchstones for yourself that you know that you can pull yourself out of the moment. Right. So that you can take an actual break and learn to say the word no, because right. boundaries are a super important thing, which has taken me quite a while to understand what a boundary is. If you are burnt out and depleted, you're going to be no good for whatever community project you're working on or whatever community you're working for or whatever, uh, you know, you're just not going to be at your top peak. And that's when anger gets in the way. That's when upset gets in the way. I, my touchstones, I have people that I will get in touch with and be like, Hey, I'm depleted and I just wanted to let you know, I love you. Yeah. Because really we do what we do because of love. Yeah. For me it's just making sure that I let people know how I love them and I let people know that I'm still here and that I'm backing up. Exactly. And I learned how to say the word no.
0: That is a that I think is such a huge skill that I I I plan to figure out how to to add into my life. But I think that's find the places to recharge. I love the Mm -hmm. the thought of touchstones. It's one of my favorite like, you know, um, philosophies mm-hmm. really and
1: us uh, and say
0: no Grant and remember no no, no is a full
1: sentence yes it is. and you don't have to quantify or no qualify buts. why you're saying no <laughs> exactly. you don't have to prove to anybody why you're saying right. no you are saying no because you're choosing to at the moment right and right. it's it's okay you're still here for the community exactly you See, still I, love the community I love no that. does not mean you don't love the community
0: exactly and we need to remember that thank you everybody in this room it's been the most lively, lively room we've had in a while <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you for coming in and joining us on this episode and for getting us back into the swing of things. Hell yeah. excited right. to That's be here. Right. That's Remember. right. All three of you brought me no. into all of this. Jonathan brought me to the podcast, no. Abby brought me to no. the theater, Grant no. brought me to the queer community. No. So, so, thank you all.
1: Yep. Everybody together. <laughs> no. Wait,
2: <laughs> wait. wait. A, a little bit lower,
0: everyone. I don't know. No. Oh, we could, we'll start our own little, what is it? SMR or whatever? ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you everybody for tuning in like you always do. Please go to our website, uh, thequeercentric.com. Every Tuesday we release a video and the podcast. And remember that we're also launching It's Sketchy here at the end of the month. So you'll be able to watch sketch comedy that we're going to film for you. Uh, with our room of comedy writers. So, always tune in. We love you always. And we'll see you next week. Bye.